Welcome to Pictures of Grace, a Fraser 365 Advent devotional. My name is Chris Montgomery, senior pastor of Fraser Church, and I'm so glad you're on this Advent journey with us. May the Lord bless you today as we learn about His unmerited grace. Welcome to Day 15 of Pictures of Grace, an Advent Daily Devotional. The title of today's devotion is Grace in the Midst of Pain. Alistair Begg once said, In the midst of everything that unfolds in life, in the mystery of His purpose, God sets His love and affection on unlikely people in unlikely context, doing routine things. And Michael Moore once said, The book of Ruth is a bright light in a dark world. It is no accident that it appears where it does in Scripture. Ruth follows judges because this story so subtly yet so clearly challenges the brooding stories that darken and defile the pages preceding. Today's text comes from Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 and 5. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham, and Solomon, the father of Boaz by Rahab, and Boaz, the father of Obed by Ruth, and Obed, the father of Jesse. And Ruth, chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. In the days when the judges ruled, there was a famine in the land, and a man of Bethlehem in Judah went to sojourn in the country of Moab, he and his wife and his two sons. The name of the man was Elimelech, and the name of his wife Naomi. And the names of his two sons were Malon and Kelion. They were Ephrathites from Bethlehem in Judah. They went into the country of Moab and remained there. But Elimelech, the husband of Naomi, died, and she was left with her two sons. These took Moabite wives. The name of one was Orpah, and the name of the other Ruth. They lived there about ten years, and both Malon and Kelion died so that the woman was left without her two sons and her husband. The second half of Matthew chapter 1, verse 5, reveals another picture of grace. Her name is Ruth. Her entire grace story is depicted in an Old Testament book titled after her name. Many brilliant scholars have studied the book of Ruth. Take note of what a few of them had to say about this tiny book comprised of just 85 verses. Alistair Begg shares this incredible insight into Ruth. So much is going on at this point in Israel's history, yet the focus of God is on a sad and lonely lady. This is the only book in the Bible entirely devoted to the domestic story of a woman. It shows the amazing compassion and empathy of God for the back streets and side alleys and the people who feel themselves to be last, lost, and left out. God says, the whole world is going on, but I am with you. I hem you in behind and before. I have set my hand upon you. That is the kind of God we worship. Warren Worsby summarized the four chapters of Ruth as follows. He describes the first chapter of Ruth as the weeping chapter, the second as the working chapter, the third as the waiting chapter, and the fourth as the wedding chapter. Or in other words, this is a story about the heart first, about broken hearts second, about comforted hearts third, about assured hearts, 
and fourth, about joyful hearts. Dr. Stephen Davey introduces his study of Ruth with these words. We will be introduced to a Gentile girl who is a descendant of Moab, condemned by God's law, and even forbidden to worship in God's temple. No Ammonite or Moabite shall enter the assembly of the Lord from Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 3. Boaz will eventually redeem her, paralleling our own redemption, not because she met the requirements of the law, but because of his grace and love for her. The law declared, keep out, and grace exclaimed, welcome home. While these eloquent words portray the beautiful story of redemption in Ruth, this story started with great loss and grief. In the days when judges ruled reveals that the setting of the book of Ruth was in a dark time spiritually. Times were not just dark, they were desperate. A famine in Bethlehem drove Elimelech and his wife Naomi to a place called Moab. The name Bethlehem means house of bread. Ironic that they had to leave the house of bread to find food. Such is the case many times in life. Hard times hit all people at some point in life. Well, for this couple searching for food, it was about to get a whole lot worse. Elimelech dies and leaves Naomi a widow with two sons. Both sons married Moabite women because they were living in Moab. The two wives were named Orpah and Ruth. They stay in Moab for about 10 years, and then both of the men die. So in Moab, Naomi has lost her husband and her two sons. All she has left are her daughters-in-law. Naomi's name in Hebrew means pleasant or sweet. There is nothing pleasant about her life at this point. She is going through the intense grief of losing three family members extremely close to her while she is living in a foreign land. What do you do when you feel like you have lost everything? Where do you turn when your life hits rock bottom? We need the grace of God, not only because we are sinners, but because we live in a world full of pain and grief. Great grief can bring both remarkable pain and a renewed perspective. Ian Campbell's commentary on Ruth gives a unique view of this topic. Until Jesus Christ fills the void in the heart of man, there will always be sorrow and heartache. There will always be meaningless and futility, and men will always waken up and say, what is it all for? The world will continue to deceive and delude, to promise and to renege on its promises. Without our relationship with Jesus Christ, men will chase their dream and pursue their plans down every road and every avenue of human existence, and they will always return saying, I did not find it there. I went down this road looking for peace and meaning and satisfaction, looking for purpose, and at the end of it, there was brokenness. There were broken plans and broken dreams. Sometimes we discover that Jesus is all we need when he is all we have. Jesus is not only our Savior, he is also our resurrection and life. He not only takes dead things and brings them back to life again, he is also the giver of our next breath and grants our next heartbeat. Will you trust him daily and find the grace you need for dealing with all that life entails? As you think about today's reading, reflect on the following questions. In what specific ways can you learn to trust God with the uncertainties and details of life? How do you deal with grief as you trust God for His grace? 
In this lesson, you read the following quote by Dr. Stephen Davey. The law declared, keep out, and Grace exclaimed, welcome home. What is your opinion of this quote? Let's pray. Abba, Father, thank you for the healing we find as we trust in you. Help us to trust you with our hurting and broken pieces because you are faithful and worthy. Amen.